how do you let go of a toxic person that you love? Like, how do you let go of someone that you care about, that you actually do want in your life a lot of times? How do you actually move past the pain of what is actually going on inside this relationship? Are you at the point where you're struggling to be able to move on from this toxicity? Like, do you find yourself holding on to hope, holding on to things that they maybe, maybe they'll get better, or maybe there's a potential that he'll figure it out or that he'll change? Like, are you tired of feeling like drained and exhausted from the emotional roller coaster? A lot of times these type of questions are ones that you're dealing with when you're dealing with a narcissist or a toxic person. And if you guys are new here, I'm a narcissist, which is why I'm on this channel, to try to help people understand, to get awareness of what it actually is, what it looks like, and how to be able to avoid it. Uh, if you like what you see here, please subscribe, hit the notification so you can get notified when we drop new videos, when we go live, multiple things like that. But please stay tuned for more information. So when we're talking about this aspect of breaking free from a toxic person, it's not easy to let go. Like it's not easy to actually get away from this toxic person. Like mentally and emotionally, you might get to the place where you understand, okay, they're toxic. Okay, I shouldn't be with them. But like having it actually happen, having that actually break happen feels like death a lot of times. Like it's completely different. It's completely harder than just someone telling you, hey, just leave. Because that's what a lot of people say, right? Just leave. Just get over it. It's not that big a deal. It's just a breakup. It's a lot different when you're in a relationship with someone that you love and that you care about and it seemed like for a long period of time, whether that's two weeks or two years or 20 years, that they loved you back, that they actually cared because they put forth the effort in the, uh, in the form of love bombing, in the form of gaslighting and manipulation to make you think and feel and experience a certain type of love or a certain type of high from the relationship, putting you up on the pedestal and then swept it out from underneath you. It's necessary for you to understand that you have to let go of this toxic person. But the hard part is most people don't want to let go. They still want to hold on to. And it ends up being this piece of the trauma bond that keeps someone tied to another person for a long period of time. So we're going to discuss some of the steps you can take in actually letting go and trying to help you move forward in that aspect of getting free from toxicity. One of the first steps is just to recognize it. I know that seems kind of trite, but one of the hardest things for people to understand and to see is that the other person in the relationship doesn't care and that the love that is there is actually just toxic. In this aspect, it's not just that we're talking about the relationship not being healthy or that you have a communication problem, but we're actually identifying specific abuse that's happening inside the relationship, inside the emotionally abusive, narcissistic relationship. Until you actually see that, you're not going to do anything. You're still going to be stuck. You're still going to be wondering if it's you, if it's your fault, if it's your problem, and all these different things have been placed on you and that have been blamed on you time and time again. So one of the first steps is just acknowledging, like understanding what you're actually going through. Yeah. Having a good definition and understanding what a narcissist is, what they actually look like, the things that actually make up the emotional abuse that's happening. Not just the typical things like love bombing where they're giving you all these gifts and, and praise and attention at the beginning and then it disappears. Or gaslighting where they're changing the past to be able to reflect a better reality for themselves and also making you feel and look crazy. Or future faking where they're promising you things in the future but they're never actually fulfilling it. It's not actually happening. It's just another way of avoiding accountability. Now, there's countless many more things, which is why you're on this channel, to be able to understand more about narcissism. But the first step is to get to that acceptance piece. Sometimes we term it as like radical acceptance of like getting to a place where you radically accept the truth that the narcissist doesn't care about you. And that can be really difficult for a lot of people. 
Because understanding that he didn't care about you is almost unfathomable to think because of all the good times that you had. And so you start looking at the good times and you start to realize that all of those good times actually weren't good times. There was small spurts of good times with long times of abuse, with long times of emotional manipulation. This can be really hard for people to accept. This is one of the hard truths that you need to hear, like starting forward, but it is one of the first steps in understanding your healing. It's taking a step back and evaluating the relationship from an objective point of view. This is what we do on a day-to-day basis, whether I'm working with people on one-on-one or we're guiding people through our coaching program. Like the whole focus is being able to take a look at an objective point of view. We move from the aspect of, did he love me? Did he actually care? To how did he demonstrate that? Show me the facts about the situation. Show me what was shown and demonstrated on a daily basis. And then the, the dynamic changes because then you're no longer just looking at an emotional standpoint. You're looking at a logical standpoint and you start to see different bits and pieces that you can actually bring back to your emotional self. You can actually change the story that you're believing because typically you're believing a fiction. You're believing a fantasy that he's going to change, that he actually cares about you that it's going to get better, that there's just a poor communication or he's just struggling because he's drinking. Like all these things go through your mind, making you think maybe this will change. Maybe it'll get better. But until you realize that it hasn't and it's not going to because you start to see these patterns. You see patterns of behavior that end up being very harmful for you, such as he's been lying, he's been cheating, manipulation, emotional abuse. Understanding all these things is key starting off. Okay, so you understand, hey, they have a history of cheating and they've been emotionally abusive towards you. And the thing is, every time you brought it up, there's been no accountability. There's been no acceptance. It just swept under the rug. I'm not going to do it again. The past is in the past. Let's move forward. And it still doesn't again. Like understanding that this is a pattern. We're not just saying like, oh, like they're this way. They cannot change. No, we're saying like we're seeing a pattern. So regardless of how many times they say they're going to change, it's not changing the pattern of behavior that's still leading to the same results every single time. The second thing they want to bring up is setting boundaries. Setting boundaries is crucial in any type of relationship, healthy or toxic, but especially in a toxic one. And you have to determine the behaviors that you're no longer willing to tolerate and accept from that other person and communicate those boundaries. If you don't, you'll just get run over every single time. It won't matter. Now, some people are like, well, my boundaries don't matter anyways to the toxic person. Exactly. You need to understand that. They typically don't. And so when you start to realize that your boundaries don't matter to the toxic person, that's when you need to leave. Because you're with someone that doesn't respect you, that doesn't care about you, that doesn't love you, and that doesn't honor you. It's important to be firm and consistent in enforcing these boundaries. If you're not, then they're just going to keep going over you all over again. I've said before, a boundary without a consequence is like a speed bump. Person just keeps driving over you and over you and over you. It doesn't really stop them. It just slows them down for a brief second. But then they regroup, change it around, gaslight, put it back on you, and move forward once again. The reason why boundaries a lot of times don't work consistently with narcissists is because they don't respect you and they don't respect the boundaries. And so understanding that typically in a typical relationship, you establish a boundary and it's respected or it's pushed on and then it's respected. With a narcissist, you establish a boundary and typically it's never respected at all. This is why we, we end up having people and why people end up prompting themselves to leave the relationship because they realize this person doesn't care about me, about my boundaries, about my thoughts, opinions, feelings, anything. But you have to see that first before it can actually become a reality to you. And that's the key of understanding those hard relationships and understanding the hard truths that you need to hear. Then we need to focus on self-care. 
Like when you focus on actually changing who you are back to the healthy version of you, because you've changed and modified so much of yourself to be in that toxic relationship. Typically I ask people like, how much did you change for your, for that person? And they're like, man, I changed everything for him. Like I changed how I looked. I changed how I, how I dressed. I changed like the job that I had. I quit my job. I stayed at home. I stopped my business. I, I got distracted with it. Like I changed and so many things like, like litany on litany of like ideas and thoughts of what they changed. And then how much did the other person change for you? And they're like, they didn't. And so it's important to notice that you've been molded and modified and groomed so much that now we have to get you back to a place where you're actually working on you. Maybe this is like specific types of therapy, self-reflection, activities that you enjoy, like starting to bring back in the things into your life that actually help you move forward. This is where you start building in positive things on a daily basis, daily practices that you can start using to help you change your mindset and continue to move you forward. But we first have to help you like rewire that mindset to change the false reality you're believing back to a truth, back to what's actually real, to be able to get rid of the trauma bond, to be able to break the tie that you have with that toxic person and ultimately, ultimately to be able to move forward without that tie pulling you back and sucking you back into a toxic relationship once more. So we have to understand that like, it's important to be able to say, like, we're actually going to start investing in you. So you surround yourself with positive and supportive people to be able to uplift you and help you feel valued and help you move in the direction that you know you need to move. These are very, very key and very important in changing the mindset. If you don't do this, you stay stuck in the past. You stay stuck in the one direction. But when we start working on self-care and working on your growth, we turn and we start focusing in a different direction. And that direction helps provide you clarity, vision, and values. And as a result, you're able to start moving towards a goal instead of just moving from the toxic person. Then we have to get to the place of accepting that the relationship's over, finding closure is a crucial step in moving forward. And that closure doesn't come from him. It doesn't come from the guy who's lied to you the, the entire time. Closure comes from you. It comes from what you know. It comes from what you understand. It comes from what you believe and what you've seen demonstrated in the facts of the relationship. You might have to get to a place where you forgive yourself because you want to beat yourself up for being in the relationship. Or you forgive the other person, not allowing the mistakes that they made, not allowing the abusive behavior, but so that they no longer have an emotional control over you. You're able to release that and move forward on the direction that you actually want to go. Understanding that the relationship is over on your side might not be for them because they might keep trying to hoover and come after you. Understanding that it's over and acknowledging that it's not healthy and moving you towards the goals and the vision that you want is absolutely important. I want to invite you today, if you're in that place where you're wondering, how do I actually do that? How do I rewire my mindset to be able to change my story, to move forward to those directions? I want to invite you to check out claritychallenge.net. There's a challenge we run once a month. You join other survivors that are going through it on a daily basis and with daily assignments. And part of the reason why it's daily is to give you an assignment to work on you, to actually invest in you. Some of you coming to it have never even had the opportunity or the chance after that relationship to consistently invest and put something into your life. It's a great place to be able to start your healing journey. You're going to receive the daily investment into yourself as you learn, as you encourage, and as you grow out of a toxic relationship. You'll learn how to transform your mindset, rewire your thought process, and rediscover who you are. Take back your power instead of giving it to the narcissist and take back your power so you can focus on you your growth, your development, your change, your healing as you continue moving forward.
Go to claritychallenge.net today.